All right, everybody, welcome back to Movie Geek and Proud. My name is Sean, and I'm here with my anti-stalker. Rob, the movie geek. How are you, Rob? I'm doing fantastic. We're still talking about one of my favorite movies ever. I'm just on cloud nine right now. I was kind of more on cloud eight, but maybe I'll get to nine with you. <laughs> so if you haven't heard yet, last night we covered part our first half of Hocus Pocus, and tonight we continue with the second half. Because the problem is, everybody loves this freaking movie. So when we said we wanted to cover Hocus Pocus... Everybody wanted to cover Hocus Pocus with us. To the left of me, I have my best friend of a long-ass time, Rachel. Hello. How are you, Rachel? I'm doing very good. We're excited to have you tonight. Welcome back. Thank you. And next to Rachel, we have her cousin and our other close friend, Jesse. Hi. Now, Jesse, I still got for you last night. We asked Nate what his favorite movie was, and he came at us with Nightmare Before Christmas. Lies. <laughs> wow. Yeah, somebody else likes the same movie you do. Yeah. Which makes you basic. Wow. <laughs> oh. And that's all our guests today. Wow. Nobody else to Goodbye. introduce. Thank you for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot you're here. Rude. With Jesse, we have my husband, Chris. Hi, guys. How you doing? Now, it's Mr. Stalker. <laughs> I have to let everybody know, Chris thinks he has more privilege than he does, because he's like, of course I get to be on both episodes with you guys, right? Because I married you, right? <laughs> um, Yeah, I should have been on both episodes. I don't know what you guys were thinking, but I let you get away with it this time. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You're sleeping on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Must be Tuesday. <laughs> All right, so last night we read a few of the answers to our question of the week, so we're going to continue on with that first before we get into the second half of this wonderful movie. And the question of the week is, you are a witch and you get one specific superpower, what would it be? Shall we ask our guests first? Yes. All right, I will take it. Jesse, go ahead. <laughs> Burn! <laughs> I... Need the power to apparate. <laughs> to who? Transport myself. Harry Potter apparate style. Yeah. Oh. Where I can go, boom, and I'm wherever I want to be. Ah, okay. So, yeah, that's a form of teleportation. Very yes. cool. Very cool. Now, why do you want this specific power? Because I hate driving. <laughs> I hate flying in planes. I want to be where I want to be now. <laughs> and I could just be like, boom, I'm home. All right. All right. Fair enough. All right, well, Rachel. Boom, I'm in the middle of a safe. <laughs> wow <laughs> all right rachel we're gonna let chris go so i think that i would have the power to command all the creatures of the night so you know what <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're okay. gonna have like a prostitute following you <laughs> <laughs> got any money <laughs> <laughs> no but you know like the bats the vampires the werewolves like i want to be able to like um control all of those all of those different creatures and stuff like that so i have my nice little army of followers Okay, now define doing. creature of the night. Creature of the night. Mm -hmm. You know you're thinking it. <laughs> um, so I, that's what I was saying. You know, I would think, you know, like 
vampires, like werewolves, bats, like that. Oh, so the okay, those type of creatures. I'm yeah. thinking like raccoons and <laughs> squirrels. That, you know, the possums. The, he the loves possums, possums. The ones yeah. that come out at night. That's what I was thinking uh, about. No. Okay, no, no, very good. Not squirrel girl. Thank you. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Rachel, what power would you uh, take for your own? I have decided that I want the power of luck. I think it's really amazing. It was my favorite thing in like the second Deadpool movie with Domino. I think she's awesome. And I want to be really lucky. I want things to go my way all the time and just work out. So that happened in The Flash as well. And that was such a fun episode. I love that. But um, I think, well, The Flash, their downfall was that everyone around her got bad luck because she absorbed the good luck from everyone else around her. I don't want that downside, please. (laughs) I just want it to be just all the goodness for me and it doesn't affect those around me. And hope you don't get Lizzie Lohan and just my luck and transfer it to Chris Pine. I could talk about that movie. (laughs) Well, don't. That's an interesting power. No, I like that. Well, I can tell you it's working because in that low cut top, you're getting lucky tonight. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sex. (laughs) Okay, so I want to read one um, from Twitter. Um, Chinlin Pan at Chinlin Pan on Twitter. She says, I definitely would want Piper's powers to freeze. Uh, I have social anxiety and that power would be so helpful. I like that answer. That is a good answer. Lots yeah. of charmed powers. Oh in man, here. there were so many people that said um, Piper's power to freeze. I thought everybody was all going to be about telekinesis and moving things. No, they were like freezing time, and and yeah, would be so much better. Mm-hmm. So this one I want to read because it makes me think of Rachel. So Man Brain Podcast says the supernatural ability to sing as well as Julie Andrews. Yay! <laughs> That's a so you know and what I, it's supernatural. Totally <laughs> supernatural. You saw what I said after that though, because I went ahead and found like the actual term for the power they were describing, because I just got geeky and I was just posting it. Did you see what I put? Yeah, you put haha. That is very specific. Morphing would help with that. Changing your vocal cords to her. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, kind of like morphing, I guess. But that's 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 funny. I like that answer. <laughs> I really like this one. I think the gift uh, sells it. The ability, oh, sorry, from Boo Postal Podcast. The ability to turn water to wine. Oh, wait, that's Jesus. <laughs> and it shows Jesus with a water bottle at a drinking fountain getting wine out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Rob uh, went ahead and answered with, well, I prefer white wine. So if you had that power, we would be besties. <laughs> And it's the amazing Kristen Wiig. <laughs> oh yeah, he in only all did, of her glory. He only did red wine, right? In the in the story, or does it matter? I don't think they specified the wine. <laughs> <laughs> and and then he made red wine, well, but only rosé. I, I think any I think any time they ever did like uh, like animations or like anything like depicting it, like it was always red. Yeah. because of the contradiction between the clear water and the striking red wine. Mm-hmm. But. I mean, if you look at the way that we people practice it in ritual nowadays, they also do rosés, they do white wines, they mm-hmm. do whatever wine they have handy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. Got we it. use grape Kool-Aid for the blood of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, read a couple more. From Stephen at Walkin' By 87, we have clairvoyance. Does that count? I'd like to be able to see and know all. 
I don't know if I'd want that. Mm. Yeah, after holidays, you leave the family and they'll talk about you and you'd actually get to know what they're saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you'd get yeah. all of their secrets. Right, yeah. right. Uncomfortable. Cisco <laughs> Ramon, queen of pop, says, freezing time and exploding things like the iconic queen, Piper Hollowell. <laughs> Is that another spoiler? Does she blow things she up too? She sure did. It, it comes later. That's part of her growing power, but that'll come later, a long time later, so... Mm, okay let's see mixed media force podcast says if i could have any witch power i would want omnipotence i want full knowledge of everything that was is and is to come that's a lot of power to have you're a lot of power to have i know yeah <laughs> i don't know if i would want to know everything that is to come right because then like it it leaves no mystery it, it, it leaves no mystery no like element of surprise you're just like oh well i knew that was gonna happen fun times well, it just comes with a heavy responsibility because right. knowing everything, I don't know if that would mean knowing the future, but he would have some kind of algorithm to figure out what's going to happen to us all. And does he say something? Does he not, you know? Right. Like, I feel like there's a lot of burden that comes with that. Like, that's yeah. not just a simple like, oh, I, I knew, I know what's going to happen and that's it. Like, I'm sure he's thought this up <laughs> <laughs> before answering. But yeah, no, there is a little bit of a, you know, a back and forth with that one. Um, I really like this one here from AD at Nerd Adonis. He wants full regeneration and a sweet cat. <laughs> and it has a picture of Keanu in his do-rag. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> Have you guys seen Keanu? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like Keanu. It's so good. Yeah. He will perpetually always be a kitten. Yeah. Why doesn't that really exist? You know Keanu Reeves was the voice of that those meows. Was what? he? Yeah, I read that he came in and did the voice of the cat. In his best acting role yes. ever. <laughs> All right, I'm going to end on this one, Rob, just because it's it's so weird and okay. it takes the cake. Okay. ISGD Podcast says, our superpower would be to pee out of our belly buttons so we could christen everyone in our golden shower as we fly by on our broomsticks. <laughs> oh! Oh! Yeah. I'm sure there's like a fetish porn out there that they do that in. <laughs> Specifically out of the belly buttons. Out of the belly buttons. That was a very specific answer. He answered the question exactly how I wanted him to. So thank you very much for everyone who <laughs> posted a, a comment on our question. And we will have another question for next week's movie. Before we get to our um, recap of the second half of Hocus Pocus, here is a promo for the podcast Friday the 13th. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Maddie. Do you like horror movies? I sure do. Well, did you know that most horror movies are inspired by real-life horror? Really? Like what? Well, take The Shining, for instance. That's based on Stephen King's real-life addictions, or The Purge, which could be our country any minute now. Oh, and The Strangers, which is based on a real-life murder. People should be talking about these things. Hey, Guys. Oh, oh, hey, Producer, producer Michael. Producer Michael, hi. Oh, well, I hate to break it to you, but somebody already is. It's you. <gasps> That's right. We are Friday the 13th, the podcast where we talk about horror in real life and horror in media, all from an LGBTQ perspective. Because we gay, y'all. We are proud members of the Legion Podcast Network, and we can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever your favorite podcasts are found. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Come along with us on this crazy journey, and as always, get slayed. Feature presentation. <laughs> okay, so I rewatched 
the movie when I got home last night after recording, and I noticed something I wanted to bring up before we get back into the recap. So last night I mentioned the polyamorous parents dancing separately, and I have proof now. I have proof. They pointed out that when Danny finds her mom dancing as Madonna, every time they show her from the front, you see the mom's wearing her wedding ring. Mm-hmm. Every time they show it from the back of the mom, when you're looking at Danny's face, she's not wearing no wedding ring. She's out there having a good time dancing with that male clown. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just took that as them being new in town. They, you know, they don't live there. They need to make friends and they're just out mingling and you can dance with other people and not hook up with them. But I mean, with this new information that I had no idea... There's a possibility. I I never noticed that. Proof. Yeah, proof and, and not a continuity here. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> because a lot of people generally wear their wedding rings until you see them from behind when yes, it's not yeah. there anymore. So <laughs> Then it apparates away. <laughs> Is that going to be the word of the night? Apparates. Apparates. <laughs> so um, we decided to start the recap right where we left off, but to also get the opinion of the infamous dance number... Uh, that they perform while putting a spell on everyone at the dance hall. Um, so what is your take on this scene? What are some funny moments or things you'd like about this dance sequence? Well, I think it's something that really makes the movie. Mm-hmm. This musical number is amazing. <laughs> it's so good. It's so well put together. And it's a style of doing the song that that song is never done in any other way. It's so much more bluesy when you hear the actual song. Um, so I love this kind of different take on it. It also makes it really hard to recreate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I thought it was amazing. I never actually knew that it was a song prior to that. I had never heard it before that movie so like I thought it was something it's hard to recognize (laughs) in its original form as what they turned it into interesting but yeah I think I I agree like I'd say that 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 number is super iconic like I feel like anytime you bring up Hocus Pocus like that's the first almost like the first place that you go like everybody knows that song and that number and it's so it's so amazing and um I was thinking like I really liked I really liked how um the introduction to the song where Max is trying to warn everybody like the Sanderson sisters we brought them back to life they're here you're like your kids are not safe and then she says thank you Max for that marvelous introduction <laughs> and everybody just laughs and, and they go into it I thought that was super great mm-hmm. yeah. and that part always made me feel awkward too I don't know about you guys but when I was young I felt awkward about certain scenes in movies where you're like I'm uncomfortable and then they did that again in Goosebumps like he got up there in front of everyone he's like monsters are real and I was like this is just straight out of Hocus Pocus you just reuse that same scene okay the part I thought was awkward though was when the dad kisses Allison's hand I've always been really like Oh, he like gets real into it. Oh yeah, and she actually wasn't introduced to him, and he immediately was just like, "Oh, he's standing next to a girl. Oh, she must be cool. I'll kiss her hand." Yeah, not not cool, Dad. Well, you know what? Well, I mean, I'm not saying this is an excuse, but he was probably drunk off his ass when this happened. Yeah, and probably not wearing a wedding ring. (laughs) (laughs) No, he was. I looked. And I guess one thing I found really interesting is we got to go to Salem this past summer, which was amazing. And so, of course, the one thing you do there is you go to all the Hocus Pocus places. And we went and saw this town hall, and it looks so 
big. Yeah. It looks so huge. And we were there, and it was such a tiny, tiny building. Oh, really? Like, yeah. I don't know how. They might have done the interior of someone else, but I'm like, how would they fit in there? Yeah, they won't they fit can't. in there. Yeah, they probably did a soundstage or something somewhere else and, and you know, just did sort of the exterior shot somewhere, you know, so. But th- that's cool you got to see it. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, we are going to, uh, well. Oh. And did you notice that the costumes of the Sanderson sisters are sparklier in mm-hmm. that scene than in um, other scenes? Yeah. They? Yes. they have extra rhinestones oh. and glitter added to their outfits for the show yeah. number. Mm-hmm. So during this scene, um, the sisters are singing, and um, Billy is trying to get to the kids, and the kids are doing their best not to listen to the song, because they know what's going on. They don't want to be put under the spell. So they get out of the town hall. Take it away, Jesse. And then they somehow end up behind a restaurant, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and they hide in some trash cans, and then they're by a lobster tank. And the guy comes out, and I was I was like, remember the name, and I don't remember the name. It's like I was gonna say Armando, Angelo, and he picks out Angelo, the lobster, to die. And <laughs> I smell, I smell, scrub. <laughs> don't forget that Omri had his chance for an Oscar with his anger tantrum, and he's kicking the garbage can. This is really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah, and then he becomes all masculine. I want you to take Danny to your house and don't let her out of your sight. This is a man's world. It's a man's job. I'm going to do this on my own. I don't need you to. The expert of this freaking sisters is with us. But no, we don't need you. Take Danny and go. Are so, you having feelings, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just he's just hilarious. This scene was hilarious. And then they, you know, hide behind, you know, because I, I guess they don't want to be seen by some employee. I guess that would just ruin everything if they were just caught by this guy coming out to grab a lobster. So they felt they had to hide from him. Which, what well, kind of restaurant leaves lobsters out back? Like, <laughs> yeah, is that the whole point that you're supposed to see them and yeah. pick it out? Not in Salem. <laughs> okay. They, they pick them by name. They're planning whose death is next. Yeah. <laughs> Angelo is next. So, yeah, then the witches come by and they, you think that Mary's going to smell them, but all she smells is lobster. Which she talks about how it's good with margarine, and I'm like, all right. (laughs) (laughs) And then a weird part, because I watched a little part of this, like, extra DVD where they put fun facts, and when they leave, Sarah's there, and she stays there for, like, a little extra second, and on the DVD, it just says... Maybe Sarah smells a virgin. (laughs) 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 So there's your fun fact about that scene. But this is, to me, another example on how Sarah is smarter than she looks. Like, she has moments. She could be a little bit of a prodigy. She, If they would just pay attention to her and not treat her as, like, the dumb blonde, they probably would have excelled throughout the movie in different ways. She, She could sense something was up. But they called her, and she yeah. just fell in line yeah. and left. So, I mean, it's, it's just one of many examples for her. So you like this. Last night, Rachel, last night I compared Sarah to Harley Quinn. Oh. Because she's the insane one that people don't take serious. But, but she's she, smart. She's smart. Yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> oh, but yeah, so then Allison slams open. Uh, they just have ovens sitting outside the restaurant. Old for ovens. reasons. You know. <laughs> 
And she just slams it. She slams the door open accidentally. And the witches don't hear. But then she's like, oh, I have an idea. So then all the kids run off to the high school, which has a kiln, which I've never... A giant kiln. Heard of in my life. The size of a room. (laughs) It's the school in Salem where there are witches and you need to be prepared. Have a human-sized kiln. It's actually a human-sized kiln. Mm Because you never know what This is something out of Afraid of the Dark. This is something they would have in their episodes. <laughs> yep. It's just, you know, oh, the school has a kiln. There must be a ghost. Somebody died in there. Something like, <laughs> is, yeah, that's typical. <laughs> typical. <laughs> but yeah, so then they lure them to the high school, and then they're playing a French tape to try and get them lured into the kiln. So then they get lured into this kiln, um, and they go in and they find out, oh, it's a tape recording. Oh, and he's somewhat, he's on the AP, what's it? Boris Karloff Jr. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And then Binks comes out at one point too and is like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> so then they end up in the kiln and they shut it and there's a real lack of safety protocols on this kiln. <laughs> it's able to just go turn on a human-sized kiln real easy in a high school. And you yeah, can't get out from the inside. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. just a button. So for some reason, growing up, I would die every time we saw this scene. Like my mom and I would rewind it and watch it over and over of them coming out of the kiln and her going, hello, I want my book. Bonjour. <laughs> Je te Probably said that wrong. She but said I love my book. Je veux. Yeah, okay. Je veux. So you do know French, you liar. You liar-based liar. (laughs) But I love this because they're trying to do a sneak attack, but they're so loud the whole time. They're like giggling, just like, shut up, shut up, shut up. (laughs) And then they jump in and they're just hopping around. We got them, we got them. (laughs) There's nobody there. But they're so interested in what the tape recorder has to say. (laughs) They're easily distracted. (laughs) So these kids are completely comfortable with just burning witches alive. Like, what do you guys think? about this scene well i think it makes sense i mean for disney how do you kill witches but right. you burn them even in horror movies like the protagonist or even the final girl will not make that final kill she will always do something to like slow them down but these kids had no problem burning them like i i just wonder where their head was when they were just like it's okay to just kill witches when like in horror movies they wouldn't dare kill anyone well that's why people in horror movies are wrong (laughs) (laughs) when someone is threatening your life you step up so you're prepared to just burn people alive you don't cut the their cheek with an ice skate and then drop it and run away you (laughs) cut them and then you cut them again and you get them while they're down and then you run. Are we getting like Remember refreshed memories? <laughs> what? Remember that time I never got Rachel mad at me? Ever? Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> but I, I, I would also kind of chalk that up to, um, again, just where they live and what they're used to. Like they're used to hearing all these witch stories. Like Salem is very, you know, well known for witches and stuff like that. And like it's kind of built into their history. Like this is how you get rid of witches. You know what I mean? So, I mean, obviously at that age, you're probably going to think like, oh, like I'm killing someone, blah blah blah. But like in hindsight, I feel like it's kind of one of those things where it, mentally they could have, in some sort of way, been prepared to do so. You mm-hmm. know? Well, mm-hmm. And they were there when they were brought back from the dead. So it's mm-hmm. not like these were normal people right. that were there. Mm-hmm. It was like, these were weird witches that they brought back through a magical spell. <laughs> I think, give them some slack. For <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure. 
Before we get back into the recap, I have to point out the most random part of the book that was added. So there's a part of the book where it talks about Max, Danny, and Allison leaving the school, and they pass City Hall, and I can't figure out why the scene was in there, except for they described the song that's playing in City Hall as they pass by. And I was very excited by this. It was Dance Magic from Labyrinth. (laughs) (laughs) Fun. But that's it. That's what that scene is for, just to say the dance magic is playing. All right. It's important. Yeah. All right, Rachel, take it away. Anyways, they brutally murder the witches. (laughs) (laughs) And then they go and they celebrate. They run out into the park and they twirl around and they shout and they scream and they're so excited. I have a video of myself doing this in Salem and it's very good. Um, But uh, they're partying and they go by a fountain. But not just any fountain. (gasps) It's the Friends Fountain. Fountain. I'll yeah. be there for you. <laughs> really? I didn't know that was in. Yeah, Mexico. randomly. Like, I mean, the first part of the scene is the actual park that's in front of this elementary school in real life. Um, but then they they also have then them dancing in a park in front of the Friends Fountain, which is on a Warner Brothers lot. That is awesome. So yeah, go and watch that scene. You can totally tell. Once you see it, you're like... Oh, yeah. The friends people should be dancing with umbrellas in there. They should That's be awesome. celebrating them. <laughs> so, An- another thing though yes. is um so Max is talking to Banks and he's like we stopped the witches and all that good stuff. If you look at this scene, across from them is this sort of mansion-like house. Uh that is the same house that was used in American Beauty mm-hmm. as well as Christmas Vacation. Yes. Yeah, I did not know that uh, well, and prior then to this. that's a kind of fun connection, considering Thora Birch exactly. was in this. Uh, yeah, it was in American Beauty, yeah. So, um, yeah, so I wonder if that street was, I mean, it was an actual street, I obviously, because you were there. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like a soundstage or anything. And Well, that part might have actually been part of the soundstage. Yeah. Okay, okay. When they shifted and looked half. the other way. So, yeah. like, half of it was in a, this real-life square, which was, like, the square where witches had horrible things done to them yeah. and stuff. Um, <clears throat> and then the other half was, now we're on a back lot, I guess, which okay. we learned through the special edition DVD last <laughs> night. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they celebrate. They're talking with Binks about, yeah, we did it, and now you can live with us forever as a big fat cat, and it's going to be great, and there's smoke in the sky because that's the witch's bodies dispersing Ew. into the air. And they're like, let's go home. So, they go home. I'm wondering, in the order of it happening, do they go home and they kind of settle there and then it shows them? They, yes. Well, yeah. so, they, so they go in and they're like, Mom, Dad, we got a new cat. <laughs> that was my favorite. Yeah, yeah, we got a new cat. He's yeah. like, oh, they must still be partying. And then they because show them dancing. they're our parents and they're polygamous and they go and they party all the time yeah. until so, five yeah, in the morning. I think it does show the parents still dancing from the spell yeah. do, do, and mm-hmm. then it kind of cuts do. back to them and then um, yeah, I don't, I can't remember exactly when they cut back to the witches but they get back, sucked in. But they get sucked they back, back in. They rematerialize. They slam open the door and, and say, bonjour. <laughs> <laughs> Just super pissed. Yes. <laughs> Very unamused. She's had it. <laughs> yes. And so they decide to go back to the witch's house to mm-hmm. kind of 
regroup. Regroup. Figure out what to do next. Yeah. Yes. Because they need the book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Without the book, how can they make the potion? They can't remember it. They can't. No. You know, it's been too long. Too long. And they didn't use that potion all the time. Then we cut back to the home where uh, people are getting close and intimate. Um, and they're just kind of ruminating on how they've done it. And they're so successful. And and little Danny's telling her new talking cat how she's going to spoil him. And all her family forever and ever is going to spoil him. And uh, uh, Max and Allison are getting... A little bit intimate. Mm-hmm. Um, they sleep in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> Take a nap. Um, but yeah, and then they decide, you know what? We like Bink so much, there must be a way to help him. If only we look into this book, which he told us not to touch. But the witches are dead, so yeah, it's okay. It's so there's uh, nothing to worry about. See, this is just another excuse and evidence that Allison was horrible and working with the witches and she did this on purpose. She knew they wouldn't burn alive. To lead them to the house. I am so like on this. I know she was in on this. I know it. Is this your conspiracy theory, Rob? It is my conspiracy theory. Yes. On the other episode, I said that Allison knows what she's doing. She's either somebody good trying to lure the witches out to kill them herself based on revenge, or she is secretly working with them as part of a cult. I think she was in on this. She knows way too much. Everything just worked out. And she, you know, like even when she like accidentally opened the oven door and made it all loud, like that was her little, like, uh Oh, I accidentally did it. I don't buy it anymore. Yeah. Well, Well, and you think about it. She's the only Salem native. Yeah. She's grown up there. And there are occult shops on every corner there. And also her mom ran the library that was built out of the old Sanderson house. So Mm -hmm. like she should know all of those things because she grew up. With the person that and that's how they got that it. really pretty house. Well, this is the other witches. This is the other thing too. It's if they wanted to go to a cop and also Max and Danny's parents, why didn't they go to the person who knows more about the witches than anyone? Why didn't they ask Allison's mom for help? Because she was having a fancy was, party. Yeah, she's she was a rich polyamorous people. too. Busy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone in Salem. <laughs> yeah, kids are gonna die, but I don't want to interrupt my mom's party. I mean, look how fancy she Did dressed you up for it. That party. That was a really good party. <laughs> that mom's not leaving that party. She yeah. sure she is spent not. A lot she of is money drunk, <laughs> and she don't. She she ain't got time for that. Yeah. Okay, Chris, recap for us. So now they've opened the book, and they're trying to figure out, you know, what are these spells in here, and how can we help Binks. Little do they know that as they are opening the book, this light that they cannot see is shining out of the, basically turning their house into a lighthouse to let the (laughs) Sanderson sisters know, hello, this is where we are. So now we cut back to the witches at the house and- They're not at the house yet. They have to go get some some hostages. Yes. Oh, yeah. They're walking in the streets. That's, are they? Okay, so so here's the thing. Before so they, before, be before they get to the house, yeah, they before see the they open the, the book, because the book wakes up before they right. open it. Because so she they're, goes, book, yeah, you? they're like, book, let thyself know. And that is when they decide to open yes. the book and wake up. See, I knew they were at the house yes. before. Okay. 
So, wow, when were they in the street? Okay, so I think what we did is we saw them arrive home, and then it went back to the witches, like, coming out of the thing, and then going through the streets, Mary's being her bloodhound self, because she's a dog, uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and sniffing her way to Max, but then finds shoes on on ice. Ice. She completely did what she asked to do. She led them to the smell and the source. She did it. She just didn't know they were on the wrong way. You know what? That took me a long time to realize that those are Max's shoes, and that's why she found them, and that's so smart. uh (laughs) But but she was so happy, and he was like, get your face off my shoe. And then they called her the ugly. They said, how come it's always the ugly chicks that stay out late? I like, yeah, I like how when he says chicks, like that's the part that pissed her (laughs) off. Well, I like that in unison, they actually all were pretty offended by that. Like usually Winnie would get sensitive, but they were just like, what do you say? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sisters. Say what now? (laughs) Okay, go on, Chris. Well, then I also took that part because now after that part happens, then it cuts to the scene where they are at back in the house and they have ice and um jay and jay like in the cages so like that that to me was kind of a foreshadowing of like the chicks because like you keep the you keep the birds in their like cages or whatever <laughs> so that's how i always took that mm-hmm. um so so and sarah is feeding them all sorts of candy and they're being like no no more candy i'm gonna puke <laughs> teasing so, them <laughs> teasing them having all the fun and at the same time, Winifred is trying to figure out, like, okay, they have the book. We What's need to figure out this spell because we need to create Dead the man's toes. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Shut up. No. So she's trying to recreate it from memory. She And she decides, oh, wait, I do remember. She says, Mary, you over there. Sarah, you were dancing in the back, idiotically. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and she starts going through, you know, the um, the recipes for the potion from her memory. And then that's when it, she, and the first thing she says, she says dead man's toes. But then she's like, no. Or was it his nose? Or was it his gums? Mums? Chunks? Chunks. Chunks. There's no such thing as chunks. Meanwhile, really, really smart sister, Sarah, is in the background going, Yes, dead man's toes, dead man's toes, and dead man's toes. (laughs) Trying to concentrate. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. If uh, only they listened. (laughs) And that is when Winifred kind of starts to, you know, get a little desperate and become a little bit overwhelmed because she's like, I can't remember Dawn is approaching, like, it's it's getting a little crazy now. Uh, and so then, I've got to have my book! <laughs> right? And I think that's when she finally, she goes out, like you mentioned before, and she's like, book, come home or make thyself known. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to point out something else with this. So while she's off crying, Sarah, again, loving life and living life, YOLO, is just swinging <laughs> On Jay's like cage oh, and I just having so much fun. She is so loving this. So a lot of people always make fun of her for just being sex crazy and boy crazy. And all she wants to do is just like sleep with every man that she sees. I think that she has a bit of a torturous fetish for messing around with these boys. I mean, if you remember from the beginning... She wants to hang Thackeray on a hook and play with him. him. She doesn't say anything about sex. She doesn't say about making out. She doesn't want to date him. 
She wants to hang him on a hook and play with him. Then, while they're even in the cages, Jay and Ernie, she's got a pitchfork totally, like, poking at him the whole time. While she may use her feminine wiles to lure them in. She has some kinks. If, yeah. she had, <laughs> if she had taken that mommy home from the dance that she was making out with, trust me, they would not end in sex. It would end in bloody torture. I think she is deadly. So don't underestimate this woman. It is not all about just being obsessed with boys. I think she likes a little bit of torture. I have a vision here, guys. Go fund me. Fifty Shades of Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, has I put a spell on you throughout that whole entire series. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Okay. Who's next? Go for it, Rob. Oh, it's me. Okay. Where do we end? Yes. So there. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the book wakes up from its um, from its sleep, hearing Winnie's call, and that is when Allison and Max wake up, and they find out they've been you know cuddling together. He's loving it, but she's all freaking out that oh my god, I got to get home. But then they decide to um, look at the book. They see Danny and you know Banks, and he they feel bad because they helped him out, but. They can't do anything for him, so they're like, maybe there's a spell that can take him, you know, out of his out of this cat body. And you know, she points out that the witches are dead. What harm could it do? But Max is like, I don't think that's a good idea. We were told not to open it. But she's obviously working with the witches. Exactly, she's just hard headed. <laughs> <laughs> so they open the book, and of course, like Chris said, the light shines up in the sky, and um, Winnie's on her bed crying. Just sobbing. And Mary's tending to her. Yeah, oh, would, if you hit me, would that be okay? <laughs> this is the end. Did she say that? Yeah. yeah. I never noticed and then that. She, and then she <laughs> hits her, yeah. Goodbye. This is the end. Goodbye. I feel this it. We are doomed. <laughs> Take me to the window. <laughs> I just say, say goodbye. Yeah. So they go to the window and, you know, goodbye, bye, life. And then Winnie looks up and notices... The light, haha! They've opened it just when time was running out, and then they have to fly again. So they rush to the closet because they have no brooms. What brooms do what, we what? fly on? What do we, do fly, we fly, on? fly? So they look in the closet, and we see a whole bunch of items. And oh my god, I love this part so much. It just—I don't know. It just—you can just see the happiness and and just fun that Bet was having. She opens the door the wind's flying in her face and she's just breathing in that air and then she gets to fly she slowly raises up and she puts the broom under her legs and she just takes off sarah follows her but she has a mop <laughs> instead of an actual broom and <laughs> and then this is just so cute and i actually remember this when i first saw this in theaters it was just i mean it was on the poster we get it but it was just the way that they cut it. It's like, you know, Winnie gets the broom, Sarah gets the mob. Poor Mary is just the butt of every joke, and she walks out <laughs> with a vacuum cleaner. She goes, Winnie! But, yeah, she hops on the broom, and the broom actually turns on. Uh, the, the vacuum. vacuum. Or the vacuum, yeah, the vacuum, excuse me. The vacuum actually turns on, and, and then they fly off. So <laughs> She, like, swings it and is like... Now, Rob, this is a testament to her acting, but one thing I learned on the Blu-ray last night, Bette Midler hated the broom scenes. 
Really? Yeah, she said it was uncomfortable. It hurt her legs after a while. She did not like the broom scenes. Well, I mean, that makes sense. A lot of people, you know, figure out what it takes to actually perform special mm-hmm. effects. And you're on wires all the time. They don't want to take you down. The because harnesses are just very uncomfortable. Yeah, no. Sure. I, I, and they could flip over at any time. I totally get that. But I just you know rem- who loved it was Sarah so Jessica she Parker. She loved it. She's like, I just wanted to fly all day. <laughs> <laughs> all day. That's awesome. So um, we then cut back to the house. They're reading through the book. And they find out that uh, witches do not like salt. And they would use it to, um, I can't remember the exact word. To protect themselves. To protect their victims from Uh, their spells. From thy power, yeah. The (laughs) witches are approaching the house. You you see their silhouette in the the water just approaching the home. Binks jumps on the book and was like, what are you doing? And he was like, we're just trying to help. Well, don't. (laughs) Nothing good can come from this book. I guess that one was really well trained to do its behavior because it just kept batting at them and batting at them and batting at them. They're like, oh my god, this cat! They had um, a lot of cats um, during the making of this. Yeah, one had their own specific skill and whatnot, but yeah, they grabbed the one that likes to reach out. Nothing good can come from this book, but it's too late. The witches have arrived and. but they don't see them yet. Yeah, they don't see them yet. Yeah, Binks is pissed. He runs off, and he's like, okay, we got to get out of here, so let's go. So they go downstairs and grab her soul because she feels safe with it as she goes home. Now, okay, question. Do you? Binks is still upstairs at this yes. point. Yes, Binks yeah. is still upstairs. Yes, everybody's upstairs. Max and Allison go downstairs, and they're talking. They grab the salt. Does it protect you from new boyfriends? <laughs> right. <laughs> now, does Max walk her home, or is she just grown enough to just kind of go by herself? He does was, he play? He, the, I, I feel like he, he was, was going to walk her. Wait, no, I think that was why he took the He, he took gave his her the jacket salt. down with her. Because... Though. Well, she says, I would feel comfortable going home if I had salt with me. So, So, I mean, I don't think the plan was to leave. Yeah, to me, that means that, like, he was going to let her, just let her, like, go home. Just go. Which is an okay thing to do, right? I think, I mean, she's she's a grown woman. I was a little confused by that, though, because he did have his jacket with him as well. Like, he took his jacket down Mm -hmm. like he was going to walk with her. Yeah. But he can't leave. He, yeah, he can't leave. Yeah, he can't yeah, leave Danny. He's just sleeping. <laughs> yeah, if, if my parents can leave me all night doing yeah. their yeah. polyamorous stuff. They left with him in charge. Right. <laughs> they leave her on her own. Uh, so um, they are about to embrace in another kiss. And suddenly. then they hear noises. And, noise? Oh, my God, Danny. So they cue the music and they're running upstairs and oh my god what's going on Danny's missing from her bed no, no, she's, no, she's, no she's, she's sleeping in bed oh she's sleeping quiet that's right and like okay yeah, but the book is gone yes. that's the what book it is, is gone. the book is gone they're like something's going on so they go to get Danny and the scariest scene ever trick or treat uh, that theater <laughs> jumped when I, oh my god when I went to the movies and saw this oh everybody jumped to that because that loud like Da-da! and then she mm-hmm. pops out trick or treat and then the other two sisters pop up out of the, out of the closet holding Danny and then yeah. Max sees the book and, with and the eye actually Thackeray open in a bag. Mm-hmm. yeah Thackeray's in a bag and so he gets freaked out over the eye from the book and like <laughs> yeah when he crashes opens, over all those drums yeah <laughs> when he opens the book and it blasts him you know um yeah pushing him over the drums and then again another example why i think allison was working for these women circle everyone she wasted more than half of this fucking salt she's trying to protect herself in a moment of strife first of all 
And I swear to you, she was like ribbon dancing with this salt. <laughs> <laughs> she just takes it and just swings it around. I'm like, chick, all you got to do is just wrap you in like Max. It's okay. I'm sorry. In this moment, stress, she should have yeah. just stopped and been like, Rash okay, let me pour this out. <laughs> yeah. Let me turn my Don't, back to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, I'm all fine. I'm saying is, is she just flings it around like she's in the Olympics. It's I feel like it was a natural I reaction. I would have emptied that whole store. <laughs> yeah. like, like, hell left. no. Well, I would have just thrown it at them. Well, she hadn't learned yet that that would work. It did say yeah. a circle of salt would That's protect true. you, not that it could hurt them. Do you think the fact that Winnie and Mary are in the closet <laughs> signifies that they're lesbians? Oh, God. Are I knew co- you would say something <laughs> like that. What does this mean? But, Let's um, really look at it from a deep level. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so Winnie's like, what a clever little white witch. <laughs> Which is also a, a little bit of a clue foreshadowing that she actually might have been a descendant of witches from her line. And do you guys believe this theory? Do you think that she is a descendant of some witches back in the day? I don't necessarily have like an opinion on it, but I mean, I could see, I could see how it could be possible because mm-hmm. again, especially with all her knowledge and everything. And- I also believe in aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. (laughs) Fair enough. Thank you, Mulder. (laughs) (laughs) So, um... Actually, in the original script, Allison was a white witch. Really? Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Was that earlier in the... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) In the trivia? Yeah. I didn't watch the first Oh, not in the trivia. We learned that from the panel we went to. Yeah. Because Rob and I are important people. (laughs) Exactly. Super important people. That's why I get two episodes. (laughs) (laughs) So Winnie decides to kind of um, do the whole villain. I'm going to give a speech and reveal everything um, by accident. That's and she says, it. the candle's almost spent. Dawn approaches. We have to be out. So peace. They <laughs> pop out off their room, the off yeah, their brooms and like blew up, blew up, up the roof. House. I know. What a That's cool scene though. Yeah, later. no, it was really good. <laughs> so Allison flies back and she goes up and calls Danny's name because calling out her name will bring her back. Exactly. <laughs> and um, she goes to get Max and where's Danny? I'm like, you're lazy ass. Just watched her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. While you're off being all scared. And then Sean, I'll uh, let you have I this. I going to steal it anyway. You're yeah, good. No, you I'll saw let, it on my face. I'll let you have it. So the witches are flying away and with Danny. And Winnie says, Sarah, bring the children. Use thy voice, Sarah. Use thy voice, Sarah. Fill, Fill the, the sky. Jesus. Bring the, the little brats, brats to die. die. You didn't do it right. I'm sorry I didn't quote it exactly. I tried to help give you... This was the Can moment. You sing us the song, though? Oh, my I God. I can't sing more shit. Sing us the song. Come, little children. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let, let me set it up. So, written by James Horner, Sean will sing Come, Little Children. All right, here goes. Come, little children, I'll take thee away Off to a world of enchant I don't remember the words <laughs> Into, into, a, world into a world of, of enchantment yeah. I Sorry, I forgot the words right there <laughs> Into I land enchantment? Not world, sorry It's, wor- yeah. it's land It's land of yes. enchantment? Take it away, Chris Yeah, go ahead, sing yeah, the second no, Chris verse Chris has to sing Come. Wait, am I starting? No, the second <laughs> verse, just the second verse Come, 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 little children, the time's come to play here in my garden of magic. I love it. I like love it. Did you know there were more verses to this song? 
No. Oh, really? Yeah. If you, I want to say it's an easy look up on YouTube. There's actually another set of verses on this. For a moment, can we discuss the fact that on the 20th anniversary, they released a soundtrack to Hocus Pocus, but it was only the orchestral numbers and they didn't put any of the singing songs on it? So we Rude. just commented why? on this and we were like, why, why? Don't, why don't they have <laughs> Why a, don't I um, have, I put a spell on you on a CD somewhere and why have I had to rip it from YouTube? Could they not get the rights again for the CD <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so we, I, didn't, I didn't even know of a soundtrack of um, of the orchestral score. I didn't even know they had that. because so I was you're not gonna, a fan. I don't know how widely it was released. I went to the 20th anniversary screening at uh, Disney Studios um, with like the panel of people and they had it there to purchase and I was like I'm gonna buy it so you have and then I didn't because (laughs) it didn't have my singing songs on it I'm like what's the use of this I actually would have been completely fine with just the score I love James Horner oh this no I would have loved it (laughs) just playing the beginning opening credit score is amazing I love that I love it so I would have bought I would have bought it (laughs) I probably would have I probably would have been like Rachel too because like for me, like songs are iconic when you can like sing along to them. Well, of course, and, like, no, I mean, gives yeah. you something to to enjoy. So I, it I definitely would have been a better thing. I mean, but yeah, I def I downloaded both songs with from the actual movie. It wasn't like you know a song that they you know made or whatever. So I got everything mm-hmm. from both um, images. But go on. So Chris. We can trade places. You can sleep in the bed, and I'll sleep on the couch because it is land and not world. Oh, he looked it up. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Sarah is singing the song that I just sang very beautifully. Mm-hmm. And the children are all getting up out of their bed in all sorts of Halloween costumes, pajamas. Because that's how you sleep on yeah. Halloween. Yeah. But it's because their parents weren't home yes. to make them get changed. And exactly. No, no babysitters was harmed in the making of this film, but apparently none were non-existent because all these kids managed to make it out of the house and nobody knew the why. Some wiser. of those kids were kind of old, though. I've... I feel like some of the babysitters Yeah, I wonder there. what the cutoff is. Is it teen, like 13, or yeah, is it 12 it and younger? Yeah, it doesn't affect Thackeray no. in the first part of the movie. Danny doesn't get, well, okay. Mm, but they did Danny's say with that them. Ice and Jay were children. She was like, we have children they right here. They still counted as so children. They still counted. But are, you ta- are you talking about when she was singing in the yeah. beginning? Because oh. it, it brought out Emily, but it didn't bring Thackeray but some of the or kids, his friend. But some of the kids walking looked like yep, teens, were, too. Yeah. 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 I, Maybe if you're not mature enough, you're I tempted. I always took that first part as um, as she was singing specifically to Emily. Like maybe I don't That's know what, what because because I felt like Emily was already kind of like going outside to play, and then all of a sudden, like you hear you hear the the song like kind of faintly in the background, and you see them running off. So I I took that more so as like she wasn't being loud enough to like try to lure Thackeray because she saw this child, and she's like, I'll lure this one. Mm-hmm. True. No, Maybe it's something about being like aware of the witches because it doesn't affect obviously Allison and Max, but they are aware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And yeah. obviously, her song reaches into these houses and brings out all these children. It should be able to reach them too, but maybe that yeah. makes sense because ice. They were they, in a circle of salt. <laughs> they could hear, you know, the song, but they weren't like acting. They knew. They knew. Mm-hmm. They're they like, witches, I'm already so. here, trapped by That's witches. True. But they did count them as children. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> so the children are following, and we cut back to Max and Allison, where Allison's basically like, uh, she gave up the game. She mentioned until the candle's spent, so they only have till morning. So we got to get on this, and we got to stop them now. First of all, if you guys ever watch this movie again, 
anytime soon. Like you should see. (laughs) (laughs) No. You should see Allison. She is literally waiting for her cue. She is just told to kind of just stand there and just wait. And then like she has this stern face. She's not even looking like she's thinking. And then all of a sudden she's like, Max, Max, I know what's going on. I figured it out. I'm like. (laughs) Maybe she was just really thinking really, really hard. I don't know what it was. She was just waiting for that cue. The director was like, now, do it. (laughs) Okay, go on. All right, so they know what's up, so they formulate a plan, and we go back to the witches where Sarah comes in and goes, the children are coming. She was so diva. I just love the way she like slowly flies in, and then she lands all gracefully and comes in, her cape's blowing. She was just really boss. That was her moment. I loved it. And that her was broom her dance. I mean, she was working that broom. Oh, my goodness. Right. Yeah. She oh. was. That was very was a, sexy. A Boobs sexy were out, thing. just ready. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, she she Bracing no. it, lying. Well, all the other ones like sat up, and she was like, I'm lying across this room. (laughs) Yes. So was there more at the witch's house? I don't remember. Yeah, there was. So, I mean, just a little bit. So like Winnie is, you know, brewing the potion, you know. They have Danny there. Mary is kind of, you know, just kind of doing her thing. And then they show Thackeray in the bag bag above the fire. fire. Get me out of here. Mm -hmm. And then they cut to the kids driving in. Yeah, and then it goes to Max and Allison driving basically through the hypnotized children. And then um, we're back at the house again, right? Mm-hmm. With yeah. mornings coming. Well, you know, they're just like, Person. they're just like, oh, well, we have a child. And then <laughs> they're Jay and Ernie and they're like, him. Well, but no, they have, they still have Danny right now. Yeah. Yeah. Right yeah they still have Danny. Yeah. Oh, that was before. Danny. Okay, go on. We do forget that this is the part where Danny decides to tell Winifred that she It doesn't ugly. matter how young or old you get. You sold your soul. You're the ugliest thing that ever lived. And you know it. Insult to meet her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, she's going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> it's like guilt. Die first. Yes. And then she bites her tongue, puts it in the <laughs> Gross. So then Max comes bursting in and he says, I have something that's uh, more powerful than anything you have. And that's knowledge. What is that, what is dude? That dude? <laughs> and Mary giggles. You, you have no powers here, you fool. Yep. <laughs> Daylight savings time. And the sunshine breaks <laughs> through the windows. And, and they're dying. They're dying. How wonderful it is. Yeah, they actually react to this. <laughs> they actually start dying. Like, every time. Yeah. Every time. It's like right. very react. to the acid rain. Yes. yes. And it's funny because as they fall, as they are dying. It hurts. Yes, that's yeah, what I was going to say. Sarah uh, is the last one to fall, and she says, it hurts. And then she throws herself to the ground. And then I like that um, Max goes and saves Danny, and she's like, no, wait, I want to watch. Well, first he gets his shoes back. He gets his shoes back. It's important. And then he goes to save Danny, and she's like, I want to watch. And Allison's doing this weird whatever the fuck she's doing. Whistling. She's whistling. Like thing. signaling. I don't know what that yeah. was. It's like impatient, like, Come on. Yeah. Like, hurry up. Get what in. are you waiting for? Look here. real. So, I want to ask you guys. Question. Okay. Question. He decides to leave Jay and Ernie in those cages. Oh, were you going to say that? Let me expand upon it. Okay. It's a big plot point in the sequel book that he leaves Jay, and it's affected Jay to a very deep level. So, what do you guys think? Oh, I feel like they deserved it because they're jerk faces. Um, I don't know. Like, why? Why would he save them? Why would he take the time, knowing that they're not actually dead, <laughs> to get them down and get them out? They were asked 
holes. <laughs> yes, like they bullied him like, his first time at school. They stole his brand new shoes. I think they're learning a lesson. I right. love that you guys are justifying the deaths of these two boys. <laughs> they know they it wasn't. Die, yeah, though. because they, they, they're trying their whole plot is to get rid of the witches anyways. So they're just so, trying to yeah, kill. They're them. just like, we'll just leave you here. Like you'll get down eventually because we're gonna take it. We're gonna take care of the witches right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, he knocked over the rest of the potion, so he doesn't. At that point, they left. think there's no life potion. Right. So they're just trying to wait them out. So now they're driving. Um, well, we well you have to add like as soon as they get in the car and the door slams, that is when they wake up because <laughs> they oh, hear the car yes. door slam. Yes, and then they're waking up. <laughs> And then they, you know, they look so amazing in that pile. Just, just yeah. next time you watch it, just look at them in that pile, They're all like faces yeah. and looking. So, it's amazing. But yeah, they back up and they run over the sign to the museum. But and none then of they the take children. Off. They don't yeah. run over the children. And then they take off, they and then, not. and then you know, they wake up. It's like, damn, that bully tricked <laughs> us again. <laughs> he tricked us again. <laughs> so, um, it then it, they wake up. They wake up, and then it cuts to this scene of you know Max and Danny and Allison in the car. They're driving away. They're you know they're looking back behind them. They're like, oh, you know, there's nobody. We're good. Blah blah blah. And then all of a sudden, well, no, no, no. they well, we cut back to the house, and then they they notice that they have just enough for one child, and so they gather up the last bit of the potion. And then they discuss their plan. What yeah. are we going to do? He's like, I want to get that kid. Luckily, right. Winnie yeah. is a vindictive bitch. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. like, yeah. none of these ugly. children will do. She did. Very yeah, vengeful. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to get that rat-faced kid who called me. He's like, don't say it. <laughs> yeah, that's that really hurt my feelings. <laughs> she doesn't even know me. <laughs> <laughs> Love but again, another Sarah smart moment. We have a child. Mm -hmm. And then Mary points out we have kids outside. And Sarah's like, we'll make more potion because we have all these kids. Nope. When nope. he's like, we don't have the time. Right. Like, we have to do this now. And she's so just dead set on revenge because she's just so mad by how these three have completely ruined their plan that she's like, no, I want them and I want Danny. On toast. That's right. <laughs> uh -huh. Okay, but then we cut to the. So now they are driving, um, and again they're you know they're looking back, they're making sure they're behind us, and like no no like we're all good, and then all of a sudden Winnie pulls up on the driver's side, pull over. Let with, me see your driver's with sudden permit. knowledge of how cops work. <laughs> <laughs> I always wonder that. I'm like wait. All these things that she did not know from the past 300 years, and then all of a sudden she knows what a driver is. It was throughout the so whole... They paid attention to some things in hell. <laughs> like the DMV in hell, they know all about the DMV. Well, I mean... Of course. It's a special yeah. type of person to want to work at the DMV. There's so. a deleted scene of her watching Cops, the Cops <laughs> Marathon. <laughs> but well, yeah. I guess the driver permit was a big thing. Like, it was deleted that the dad was like, you have to take... Danny out, mm -hmm. or I'm not gonna let you get your permit. So here yeah, he is, yeah. just gallivanting, and she knew he didn't have one. Mm -hmm. Right? She knew. But yeah, yeah, she attempts to grab him, and I, lo I love it. She's just <laughs> just trying to grab him through the window, and then resisting her. <laughs> <laughs> and I have vivid memories of watching on Disney Channel the making of the scene with the car driving and with her flying next to it. Like That's like my first memory of Hocus Pocus was seeing this making of where they showed 
This yeah. amazing flying scene with the wind blowing yeah. and this person suspended next to the car. And I was just like, oh, this is amazing. Sean, what does that particular scene remind you of? Another horror-esque movie where something was hovering on their own next to a car and drove them off the road. Back to the Future you too. <laughs> no, so the same type of scene played out in Killer Clowns. Oh, okay. One of the clowns was driving like like in, on an invisible car. His shoes were the spotlights or the headlights of the car, and he pulls up to a car while a car is driving, and you know, like literally just pushes him off. And you can see the sort of same effects yeah. of the clown just hovering, you know, invisible over the ground, all you know, invisible plane style, and runs him off the road. So real quick, I just want to see your facial expression, but I'm not going to get too much into it. Remaking it. It's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good no, facial no, no, I knew this. Well, but, but I like the disdain. I yeah. <laughs> no, I knew this. It's like no. a, a shudder on they're the inside. E- they're either doing a remake of the movie or a TV series or both. Okay. But yes, TV series for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, because Child's Play is getting a TV series and a movie. Yeah. Just oh. done by different people. That's Thank weird. You. Why? Yeah. Why would who's leasing out these rights? They're yeah, like, just give me all the money. <laughs> if you give me money, you can all do it at once. <laughs> it's very Jungle Book of them doing it all at the same time, every single one. All right, Jesse. Oh. Um. So yeah. So then she keeps trying to get them from the car, and they eventually he pushes her off, and she flies into a bush so then they go there and then they run into billy is that what happens yes well they they all get inside and they they slam the the gates closed but then billy is there yeah oh okay oh yeah so then he grabs max and he's like and then winifred pulls up to the oh wait rachel can tell this part (laughs) oh yeah she's got facts i have facts you guys so so then she comes up and she's like billy like do my bidding. Kill You're him here. Kuma. Kill, Kill him. him Kuma's, but I need Help. Danny. Yeah, like I need the other one. I need the little brat. Um, and then, but then, like he manages to get like did Max have a knife? knife? Yeah, yeah, he had, yeah, a, he had a pocket knife. knife. Yeah. And so he gets Max's pocket knife and he's holding Max, and then like looks scary, like he's gonna get Max, but then he cuts open his stitches and coughs out mods. and then we find out that he really hates Winifred. Like, Wench! Charlotte! <laughs> Which I guess that was all, like, he ad-libs. made up ad-libs each time of yeah. different things he said. He didn't feel very comfortable calling her a bitch, which was actually in the script. Yes. So and he so he changed it to He witch, found that yeah. was of the time. Yes. It mm-hmm. made more sense. Yeah. And it was a kid's movie. But I know, back in this time, kid's movies said the word bitch, apparently, mm-hmm. as we learned from Casper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, one of my favorite things when I went to the 20th anniversary was Doug Jones talking about filming the scene with these mods because, as you know from watching it, the special effects were really great at this time. (laughs) Um, Real quick, one thing he talked about on the DVD, which is creepy, is that he felt them fluttering in his mouth. Felt them fluttering. So they had a special device built that was like a little cup thing, and there was like different parts to it. Part held the mods heart held some dust and it was like a kind of dental dam to keep them from going down into his throat and so they had to put that all in and then apply the special effects makeup over it which was the stitches um so that it could be cut open and so they got it all applied they're ready to shoot 
and one of the lights goes out. Like, it, it pops, it breaks, they have to redo it. So they get it up as fast as they can, they film, he cuts it, he spits, and just his mouth had filled up with so much, like, drool from, like, sitting there that long that they just, the, the moths just, like, kind of came out and drool and dribbled down his face. Oh, and they had to completely reset the whole thing with the live moths in his mouth. Oh. Second time was a charm. It worked perfectly. It's an amazing moment. Like, that's dedication. Yeah. Too bad Asia O'Hara was not at Such a beautiful moment. Ruined. <laughs> but yeah, I just like, him talking about it is so fun. I think he's just one of the greatest character actors out there. And yeah. He's in everything and he's amazing. And every time I see him, I'm like, ah, ah I like yeah. him. No, he's great. All right, Jesse, back to you. All right, and then... In the she, studio. She's not like, what? And he's like, go to hell. And then, <laughs> I've been there, thank you. I find it quite lovely. <laughs> that was later, but go on. Oh, well. She, he called her a firefly from hell, and she gets really pissed, and she was like, hold on to your head. Hey, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So then they walk off, and then all of a sudden, Allison and Danny get balls and decide that's... this is the only time that they want to actually attack him when he's good. Well, they don't know he's good yet because no, they, they had gone No, off. they don't know, but I just think it's funny how they get the courage to actually fight him off this time the moment he does turn good. And what I was thinking about that last night was that part of their plan before they went off to the house was that they got together bats and stuff to defend themselves. So mm -hmm. what they were doing is they went to go get Danny and then they went to kind of like find a place where they could make their stand. And so then they had that duffel bag with weapons so they could actually mm. fight now. Mm -hmm. And so the girls had that already, and he comes over with Zombie that's been chasing them all night and been really scary. Um, originally, he was going to start becoming good during the dance scene. Mm -hmm. He well, was going to have a Congo line. Yeah, I thought that he was actually <laughs> trying to capture them to warn them. Because he couldn't speak, so right. he was chasing him the whole time, and it could be to be like, I'm on your side, right. you know, but we, we never knew. Yeah, not until this last moment. Uh, communication, you guys. <laughs> communication is important, right? and when you don't have it, lots of bad things happen. Yeah. That's right. But he said zombie. He's a good zombie. He, yeah. did. he did. So that's another movie that says zombie. Yes, I never I thought I just that. thought of that, yeah. Do, wait, wait, what? do people not say zombies no, in movies? No, no, no. The, the movie world, nobody knows about zombies at all because when a zombie outbreak happens, they can't be aware of what it is. They have to come in contact with this phenomenon that's happening without knowing anything because we're all prepared for zombie apocalypse we we're, are we're we here. really i know right do we really know what we're gonna do but we rachel and run but we think <laughs> i we may know. have found a place nearby that i plotted out as my outpost that would keep me <laughs> safe but but because you know we we can't just be like oh we've watched the movies we know what we think we know you know we have to be completely oblivious so we're not really supposed to know what zombies are in the movie world yeah. so it's funny when you hear the word zombie being said in a in a film mm -hmm. i just i don't know why we never brought I that up and i guess it's probably because it's not like the zombie outbreak yeah, this was exactly. a spell of one being brought back and mm -hmm. they have all these things in yeah. this world yeah right. so let's see what happens next oh yeah he's a good zombie and hi instantly, billy danny makes friends yeah right, <laughs> right. Hi, hi, billy. she thinks nothing of it she just walks up to him hi billy yeah so they're getting everything all prepared. You know, Max is taking swinging lessons and they pour more salt around this grave to protect Danny. We, they clearly know she is the target. And then they spread out and take their posts. 
And then Binks warns them that they're coming. They're flying on their brooms once again. Everybody take your positions. And Danny and Max have this moment of boss <laughs> versus player. And, you know, she's like, prepare to meet thy doom. And he takes a swing. He misses. And then um, there's a chase. And then Sarah tries to go after Allison. But Allison salt in the face. throws she salt in the her. air. And then it, it actually blocks <laughs> her from flying past. <laughs> but yeah, it blocks her from going past the threshold of the salt, which I thought was a really cool effect. She swings back and forth um, behind her. And then we see Winifred. She's preparing right above Danny to try and swoop her. She uses her lightning to tear down a tree and then he says go to hell oh that's right that's when he says go to hell and she says i've been there thank you i find it quite lovely (laughs) (laughs) and then she goes in flying over um billy who for some reason is felt frozen can't move because when he takes this opportunity to kick his head flying off he didn't take her advice no, not at all. Well, the funny thing was... <laughs> he's like, basically, I'm going to behead you. Yeah. In that moment, you see him kind of like bracing, like he's going to do something. And then all of a sudden, he just is he like, just, oh, like she's still coming at me? Like him bracing himself was going to stop her <laughs> from coming at me? And then all of a sudden, he, he like realizes and she just kicks off his head. Yeah. <laughs> and so Danny, for some reason... Because they bonded so much across because that last 30 hello. seconds where yeah. she's like, hey. She just felt the need Was to explicitly told do don't, not leave this. I don't under don't. She's she, suddenly like, I'm in a horror movie. Yeah. So and I'm, I'm gonna, gonna not behave logically. I mean, well, he's a grown man, he can take care of himself. He found his head before, let yeah. him be. But she comes out of the grave and gives Billy his head and, and stands awkwardly in the middle and of nowhere with nothing around her, yeah. no trees, nothing. This is Winnie's opportunity where she finally swoops in and grabs him. Let's talk about that for just a minute. Can we talk about how far away Winnie actually was from Danny? And Danny stood by for a good five to seven she seconds. She was and screamed. Lifting and her hands her up like hands. this. She was auditioning for a 50s horror <laughs> B movie. And that was the stance you do when you audition. And she she played the part very well. She did very well. But yeah, she she grabs Danny and bye-bye, big brother. <laughs> and they go high enough into the sky where they cannot be interrupted. And Winnie, without the sneak attack, shows her the vial and then tries to get her to drink it. So Danny covers her mouth, and which creates a lot of, you know, stalling struggling. and struggling. What? You forgot where she says. This will teach you to call people ugly. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, <laughs> and then she like tears the cork right. out with her mouth. Yeah, and so, um, yeah. Um, Binks um, rushes Binks up some trees, like trying to yeah, trying to go up and rescue her. And so she's trying to you know get the potion in her mouth. Open your mouth, I say. And then Danny or Danny, uh, Binks jumps on to Winnie and knocks the potion out of his hands. And then the potion just circles through the air, circles through flip, the air, flip, flip. without spilling, and yes. lands perfectly in Max's hands. That's how I would catch it. <laughs> I'm very good at catching. When he grabs Binks and throws him over um, a rock, <sighs> and then I get really sad because I like cats. And lands right on Emily's grave, no less. And um, it's a really big moment. We don't know exactly what's going on with Binks, but um, Max, we think, oh, he'll get better. Yeah, he does that a lot. Max is like 
bring her down or I'll smash it. And she's like, smash it and she dies. And then Allison tries to help and, you know. Um, In her white witch Yeah, way. and Billy's <laughs> like, no, this is not your fight. Leave him be. This is between <laughs> them. And so he's at a dilemma, Max. He doesn't know what to do. This is his moment. This is his, I love you, I'm going to scream and kill myself. Jeez, let it go. (laughs) (laughs) Freaking quiet place. I hate you. Anyways, um, he decides to drink the potion. This is showing his undying, you know, love for his sister. I will sacrifice myself. Now you have no choice. You have to come for me. Winnie is shocked. She's like, I can't believe you just did that. <laughs> what the deuce? This is, I did not see this coming in my plans. See, and last night you asked if Winnie actually loves her sisters. And I don't want to say it yet, but this is my example of no, she doesn't. Yeah. Because right? so, she's so eager to take the life for herself. Exactly. Yeah, she swoops down and she's like, what a fool to give up thy life for, for thy sister. And then throws Danny. I mean, uh, don't you love how easy it was for her to just be like, fuck Danny? Right. I'm over her. I want the one with the potion. And so he, she grabs him and lifts up in the air. Again, I love this effect. It's just so devilish. She's really evil at this point. Like, we're done with Disney. She's evil. This is it. (laughs) This is a battle. And I just love how determined this woman is to suck the life out of him. And so Sarah's like, hmm, boy. And then, <laughs> and you know, let's suck the life out of him. But it's it's only her at the moment. They're not joining in. He's just, you know, doing it. But Max tries to, you know, throw Winnie off her balance and it's not working. And hollow ground, you know, sisters come help me. And Mary comes over, tries to, you know, fly towards Winnie. But then they notice the cord is dragging. And then, yeah, the rest of the crew grabs the cord, keeps her from flying, and then she calls on Sarah. I'm actually pretty sad at this point, because I'm just like, the sisters are being stopped. Nothing's happening. (laughs) I wanted them to win, and it's just like, nothing's going right for them. But Sarah tries to come over and, you know. so hard to steal the lives of the little children. (laughs) (laughs) But she, yeah, she grabs Mary's hand and tries to fly, and it's just not working. She's pulling her, and there's a tug of war. And yeah, Winnie is still trying to suck the life out of Max, but then we see the sun. It's starting to come up. And then Allison's like, let go. And then they both go flying into the air. And then Winnie notices it. And then Max slaps her in the face and they all go flying (laughs) to the ground. (laughs) And then you see the puppet (laughs) of Winifred land land on the ground. (laughs) And then the other two sisters are still. Imprints on the ground. But isn't like imprint? She was like imprinted and had to like pull herself up from an imprint in the ground of the graveyard. (laughs) Sarah and Mary are still flying in the air. I feel like it was a little bit like a cartoon, right? Yeah, (laughs) being slung up and then they're still screaming and so... Winnie gets up, spits grass out of her mouth, and is like, (laughs) and just crawls over and, you know, tries to suck more life. But she's standing on hollowed ground. Which you're not allowed to do. So her feet start smoking up, and then slowly she starts turning into stone, and she's noticing it. She doesn't know what to do, but to call out for her book. She gives one last call for her book before she turns into this wonderful sculpted, statue that's her true love in all this is the book the book mm-hmm. is her true yes. that is it is and um, so the studio actually made seven of them seven i have wow. no idea what happened to them all but i've seen well 
at least one of them, but probably two of them because they were different events. Yeah. <laughs> and I've now learned there are multiples. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she turns into statue and then the sun continues to go up. Winnie, goodbye. <laughs> and Sarah blows up. Even dying, they love their sister Winnie yes, so much. Yes, they do. And then Mary pulls a fourth wall and goes meta and says, bye bye. <laughs> And then blows up. And then Winnie blows up. And they're all in signature color with glitter flying everywhere. Which means they were secretly drag queens. <laughs> I don't think it's a secret though. Yeah. <laughs> but everything's right as rain. And everybody wakes up. And we're all happy. And, you know, Billy's got a full set of human teeth. Not rotting at all. They're perfect. <laughs> but not everyone wakes up. Yeah. We Who see doesn't them. wake up, Rachel? Who is it? Zachary Binks. He gives one last meow. And then and dies. dies. <laughs> Apparently, he didn't know the rules because you would think he would want these witches to be woken up as soon as possible so he can move on. Yeah, he didn't but, realize. But this mm-hmm. is basically so he spent years the way keeping people away. And this is why he, his body, I mean, his soul didn't leave the cat when they killed him in the kiln. So, I mean, this explains that. So, soul is finally free. Binks explains that and he, he talks has with to his go. Voice that is totally his. Yeah, because it belongs to Great him. Lip-taking. Yes. <laughs> Definitely wasn't Max from we a Goofy movie. We covered this in yeah, part sorry, one. Sorry, I didn't uh-huh, listen to part uh-huh, one. Uh-huh. Didn't listen to it. <laughs> but yes, yes, that is not his voice. And apparently, yeah, I we heard his voice in behind the scenes footage, and it was completely different. We, yeah, I had just found out <laughs> that like, myself. So. Yes, guy. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, no. But yeah, nah. Bing says goodbye to Danny. I will always be with you. And he sees his sister. <laughs> oh, which talking about people who have not aged well. <laughs> you don't think she aged well? She's had so much work done. Her face yeah, doesn't move. She Wa- does. Watched that the yeah. special on Freeform. Um, went and skipped through parts. Got oh, to see her okay. come on and well, have like read, this really weird, not moving face. Well, I read like, that she is me. a um, a very popular YouTube um, personality. Oh, yeah. interesting. I didn't know that. She, no, she yeah, she has a very popular page. I don't know exactly what she does on there, but she's got millions of of, of followers. So she's doing well for herself. But yes, she well, definitely she does not do look. Act. I can tell you yeah. that. That is how. That's what I learned from that Freeform special. So, um, yeah, they walk out, and then, again, we get one last call of the word virgin, if they've not said it how many times at this point. I think, was it Also, there times? was two. I think nine. As Max, Allison, and Danny watch them go through the gate, it is a little hinted that these two will, Max and Allison, will be together forever um, as they're standing next to each other. And then um, Max leans down to kiss Danny on the cheek, just once again solidifying that they are brother and sister and that they love each other so much. And um, we see the gates close, and then we cut back to the house. Or not to the house. No, we don't go to the house. We We go to the town hall, and we see that now that the witches are dead... The spell has been broken, and everybody is leaving the uh, town hall dance. I'm surprised that some of those older women in there did not die of a heart attack <laughs> dancing this whole time. But I mean, because there was this one woman who was in this old, like, 40s, like, gown or whatever she was dressing uh, to you know for that decade and she just walks up she can barely move but i'm like woman no you would have like killed over dancing that whole entire time but we'll move on but yeah um we thought california was a party, <laughs> party town. Town. <laughs> like man they're they're kicking it down here 
Yeah, singing it so badly. <laughs> so very badly. In her drunken, tired stupor. Yeah. And then we cut back to the house where uh, Jay and Ernie are still locked up in their cages, passing the time row with your Row boat. Your Boat. And then it pans over to the book where it opens its eyes, which is sort of hinted that it's because of Winnie's last call that either reenacted the spell once again or the book was somehow going to do something to make sure that they'd have a way to come back. <laughs> and then we cut to the credits. <laughs> and they play our song. <laughs> Which is not song. on any soundtrack anywhere. <laughs> I know, I know. So, um, we love this movie. Yes. Yes, we um, do. Unfortunately, critics still do not enjoy this movie. I still They're hear confused. a lot of other people who did not grow up with this movie still bash it for how so many plot holes <laughs> and, and just unexplained scenes and things happening to keep people from enjoying this movie for what it is. And it's for the kids. And not so much for the adults, but adults alike, we love this movie. And it's our Rocky Horror. Yeah, we, we can't get enough of it. it. It's going to live on. And no matter what the critics think, we just got a full two-hour 25th anniversary special on TV. And every single year, we get a full 24 hours of the movie being replayed over and over again. I mean, I, I don't know what else to really say. Right. Halloween stores are now carrying the costumes, which I spent years studying so I could figure out how I could make a costume that would be like identical to the movie. I wanted to shed a tear finding out that they actually have their own section at a costume shop. I just the, it took such a long time to be recognized. I think and it now they up have last year. Yeah, it showed up mm -hmm. last year. They got walled um decal to show that they have costumes in there. They get their own section. I, they've made it. This is it. And I just mm -hmm. love that they're at this status that they're in right now. And mind you, you noticed, because we went to different stores, but a lot of it was sold out, too. So yes. not only is it there, but people are buying right. it. Right. Mm -hmm. If you, I love that it's not just them. It's also the Billy outfit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you can also go online, and there is just tons of artwork Mm -hmm. done by so many people. I mean, everybody embraces these witches so much. They just love them. I have a really cool mug with the Thackeray Banks spell on it with the whole leg. Oh, yeah. The bones and bend yes, the back. Yes, yes. It's a really giant mug. It makes no sense to have a mug that big, mm -hmm. but I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think I saw that mug. That, that was really nice. Um, so what you guys get to do that the first half didn't is um, I want to know your opinions about the sequel that is going to be done on the Disney channel. They are making a straight to Disney channel feature um, where oh, actually it's not a sequel. It's going to be a remake. They're starting all the way over. Boo. So real quickly, just a couple of sentences. What do you guys think about this revelation that there is a remake? None of the witches have um, been asked to come back and they're starting over again. Boo. I don't like it. I don't like the idea. Like this movie is so amazing for for what it is, and I I don't feel like there's anyone out there that can do it justice the way it was done the first time. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I'll watch it just out of curiosity so that I can you know form my own opinion about it and decide you know like is it okay? Um, is it not okay? Whatever. But um, I don't think that whatever they do, I don't think they will be able to top the original. 
Jesse, what about you? What do you think? No, I'm no. The fact that it's going to be a Disney Channel movie. Now, I love Disney Channel movies from my day, but they're not good. And you know, all the special effects, all the budget is going to be really low. And Disney pushes cheesy and weird, bad casting. Like Disney Channel movies are not great. Um, so with something like this, I feel like that's not. That's not going to be good because you have such iconic people in these right. roles and they're going to put like Vanessa Hudgens as a witch. <laughs> <laughs> but she really looked bad. really good in that special. That was a dress. <laughs> 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 um, I, I don't like it, obviously. Um, and I think what is so frustrating about it is that the writer has had an actual sequel written for years and years. Five years ago at the 20th anniversary, he was talking about the sequel and the idea like the premise for it and what he would love to do with it. And that five years ago, still Disney didn't realize this amazing thing that they had, that it was coming around. It wasn't until like a couple years ago that they, I feel like they did realize it. And what's really frustrating is you talk to like Kathy and Jimmy and she's like, we want to come back and we want to do it. I realize they'll be very expensive to get um, because they're amazing. Um, but I, I am unhappy with it. I've, feel like why mess with a good thing right just just keep showing it over and over again to all the kiddos yeah i'm afraid it's gonna hurt more than help because like rachel said we want to see the original actresses they're not going to get them though and i have a feeling disney's going to be like see we told you nobody wants to see this movie but nobody's going to want to see it because it's a badly done remake not because we don't love the original right wendy's four-year-old daughter olivia (laughs) Watched the movie for the first time yesterday, and it still rings true for kids. She loved it. Uh, Wendy said she she said that the ending was sweet. Apparently, okay. that's what kids say now. Um, she was dancing around during the song, so she loved that scene. And she actually got scared during the cemetery scene. It's kind of creepy. Interesting. Yeah, so uh-huh. it's funny, not the, um, the Sarah scene that we thought, but the cemetery scene. Okay. But so kids still are attracted to the original as well. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's still a movie that holds up. It's not dated. So I can see a sequel being made. And like Rachel said, our generation has the money. We're going to take our kids. We're going to go ourselves. Right. I will say I understand that it doesn't have the global appeal because yeah. um, I was in England for a few years and they don't understand Halloween there. <laughs> Just <laughs> hard it's really hard, you guys. Um, but I made my friends watch Hocus Pocus. They're like the same age as me, maybe two years younger, like my brother's age. So right in that age range are the people that should love it. Um, but they'd never seen it before. And seeing it at age, you know, 23, they're just like, what? Why? And I'm like, it's amazing, you guys. Look how Yeah, so I understand because it didn't really make it into the global market, it probably isn't the way that we see the resurgence happening here. It's not, I doubt it's happening over in the UK. I doubt it's happening in China and Japan. Um, I mean, in my, you know, social circle and just where I live, yes, there are tons of people who are fans of this movie. It's clear that it's well-loved. I just wonder if it's enough. Mm-hmm. That's all. If they only release it in the U.S., I'm yeah. sure it will be fine. I mean, I, I, I just, I just hope that there's enough, and and maybe with the success of a Disney Channel direct to TV, 
We may get a sequel. Who knows? <laughs> so um, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> no, we need to get Kenny back. Get Kenny, Kenny involved. He used to direct. He did High School Musical. High school, yeah. He, he used to a, direct those. He can do a Disney Channel movie mm-hmm. that does well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Before Disney went downhill. Well, High School Musical. <laughs> so. All funny. right. So. I mean, I don't even think we really need to do this, but I mean, what are we rating this? <laughs> five. Yeah. Well, but <laughs> yeah, what five what? Say what? Virgins. Uh, virgins. Yeah. How many virgins, everyone? Five, five out of virgins. five virgins. Yes, exactly. This movie is perfect. It's perfect for Halloween. It's perfect for kids. Adults still like it. We love the actresses who were picked for these witches. I mean. It's just, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. I'm glad that everyone at this table loves this movie. So thank you all for helping us recap Hocus Pocus. And um, yeah, tune in next week when we start our November. This is going to be really hard to get out of this sort of horror sort of vibe that we've been doing for an entire month to just go back to normal and just do some old movie or whatever <laughs> that we just do. But we're going to have to transition back out. We should do like a stark contrast, like sister act or something ridiculous. <laughs> but you're still keeping it in the theme of like <laughs> Kathy and Jimmy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, thank you everyone for for helping us out. I had fun. And um, yeah, Sean, anything else? Thank you for having us. I yeah. love you all. <laughs> we love you too. All right, (laughs) this is Movie Geek and Proud. Tune in next Wednesday for a new episode. Say goodbye, Sean. Bye, Sean. All right, Sean, now that the kids are put to sleep, let's talk some adult, you know, (laughs) topics and and get back to the heavy horror stuff. We still have to uh, talk about our number one horror movie of all time. Now, before we do that, let's give our previous list ago to remind everyone um what led up to number one all right sean um give us your um nine starting with number 10 all right i started with paranormal activity two and then friday the 13th i went with part one nightmare on elm street part one for number eight number seven halloween part one and again i did all the part ones because it's almost impossible to pick a favorite (laughs) but the number one started the whole thing yeah um number six is poltergeist number five is the shining number four is insidious number three is the strangers number two evil dead two very nice so what is your number one Horror movie of all time so far. I'm only going to say it once, and I'm not going to look in a mirror, but it's Candyman. (laughs) (laughs) That is your number one. Yeah. How is this your number one compared to everything you've said so far? Because out of all those movies, Candyman, I think, is so well-written, and it creeps me out every single time I watch it. Something about the way it's filmed, something about the way they did the like the creepy voice when he's in the um, car parking lot talking to her, mm-hmm. or to Helen. It's just such a creepy movie to me, and it's so well done. Okay. All right. Uh, very good movie. Definitely. <laughs> um, so my number 10 leading up to number one is The Lost Boys. Uh, number nine is Demon Knight, Tales from the Crypt. Number eight, Jeepers Creepers. 
Number seven, Screen from Wes Craven. Number six, Trick or Treat, or Trick or Treat, excuse me. I should, there's a Trick or Treat out there. So, <laughs> Trick or Treat is what I mean. <laughs> um, number five is Cabin in the Woods. Number four, The Descent. Number three, The Original Nightmare on Elm Street. And number two, Insidious. Number one is also Candyman. Ah, I called it. <laughs> I didn't expect that to be your number one. I'm very shocked by that. But yes, Candyman, I think, is uh, it's a Clive Barker film. It's ahead of its time. It's super commentary. It also has a villain who we actually feel sorry for. Mm-hmm. He is given an origin story that was not his doing. He isn't an evil person. He, like the grudge, was had died a very like horrible death against his will, and it had a lot to do with slavery and how black people were treated in his time. And I don't, I mean, aside from people thinking it's an, uh, an, you know a revenge story or anything like that, Candyman basically talked about justice and you know sacrifice and you know, destiny and, you know, how love conquers all. You can you can name a whole bunch of stuff in this. But yeah, while he was scary as shit, he was a victim. Mm-hmm. And um, I think a lot of people kind of look over that when they're watching a man kill people with a hook. This man's origin is not something that was his doing. And so there are a lot of symbolic and metaphoric elements in this movie that I think is really good. For our patrons, we should definitely review this movie for them one day. Yes. Um, I think that um, they would like that. So um, look out for that in, in the future. I had no idea this was your favorite, so this should be a really good one to record together. As much as I talk about it, you have no idea? No, 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 no not at all. It's wow. all about me. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our uh, episode of Hocus Pocus and also... Uh, give us your top 10 horror films of all time. Tweet us, email us, uh, mgppodcasts uh, at gmail.com. And happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.